gentlemen, welcome to, and ladies, welcome to another Don't Mention It podcast, Father's Day edition. Father's Day edition. It's it's going to be a good, good podcast it's today. It's going to be a uh, good, du- good podcast. <laughs> Dwayne, start us off. Start us off, man. Give us, give us that us little sound. Off. Oh, 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 that sound. Yes, very nice, very nice. Dude, I've been like craving this do for like the past, I guess, hour since the last time I had one. <laughs> so I think Dwayne has a slight addiction to Mountain Dew. Dude, but, I'm not um, addicted. It's it's, it's, it's it's not addiction at all. Dwayne's got a, a slight addiction. And I, um, and, and I know that's what people that are addicted say. Like, oh, I'm not addicted. Yeah. But no, I really am not. Like, if I really wanted to stop, I could stop. Mm-hmm. Oh, really? Yes. Okay. Like, but okay. but then you'd have to change our cover photo of me having a Mountain Dew uh, in there. And okay, we don't want to okay. do all that because my oh, hand okay. does have a Mountain Dew in it. Your ha- Oh, that, yeah. In the picture you're talking about. Yes, yes, yes. yes. Sir. I mean, it has one, it has one in it right now, but I'm just saying. Um, all right, Mr. D. Wizzle. What are we talking about today? This Dude, is a hey, Father's well, hold, Day. Well, hold on. Okay, see, okay, see, okay, okay. See, you, yeah, yeah. you keep doing this stuff, man. And and so, like, I just need everyone to know, like, they don't know that that's my thug name, man. They don't know that oh, D Wizzle is my thug name. Like, that's like that, that is your that, thug that, name. that is my thug gangster name. That is the uh, that is what the streets call. That Dwayne, is what the streets D-Wizzle. call me. And as you can tell, I am very thug. I am very gangster. I grew up. <laughs> I grew up in the streets. Uh, for real, and uh, this this I I can I I only change my voice whenever my hat turns to the side. That's when, but I, I don't want to do that right hey, now. I don't want to scare I anybody just, on the podcast because you know how you know, that gets, man. It's 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 real life, man. Real life. I just noticed your hat says "Best Dad Ever." That's pretty cool, man. Oh yeah, it's no, a nice hat. No, no big deal. Um, this is the Father's Day edition. That's why I wore it. I wanted everyone to know that. Uh, sorry, you came in second place, um, but uh, <laughs> it's all right. It's not a big deal. Um, my my daughters are uh, two and one, and uh, it's one of those things of, you know, well, I'm going to be honest. I bought the hat for myself. So really, it doesn't really count. I mean, but see, like my wife was there. I showed it to her. She was like, okay, I'll get it because you picked it out. So, um, but still, I mean, hey, it's like, it's it's my hat. I got to wear it. So, you know, I'm best dad. What am I, what am I supposed to do? You know, that is true. But speaking of best dads, um, my dad was a great dad. Was your dad mm-hmm. a great dad? He was a wonderful dad is, is a wonderful dad. Yep. Oh, he is. A, oh, you're right. He, he's because he's, he, he's still here on this earth. Um, thanks for rubbing that in J flow. Oh, uh, no, I'm, 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 I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. And, 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 and to be honest, um, it, it is kind of a joke for me because only because yes. my, my dad's, my dad's been, um, gone for since Oh four, 2004 and oh, 2004, 2004. 2004. Um, yeah. and, <laughs> and so he's been gone for a long time. And, uh, and so every time J flow brings up his dad, I try to make him feel bad because I don't have a dad. Yeah, he does. It's one of those things. Uh, it, it, by this time, like it doesn't work anymore. Um, so if you hear a little bit of like, he's a little bit sad, it's only because he's doing that because he's on a podcast. So I just want to <laughs> let you know. <laughs> I can't look like the jerk. Like they don't know this. It's so yeah, like, no, ha, 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 yeah. and I start laughing. Then it would be like, oh crap. Did this guy really laugh at his, yes. his situation? Yes, yes. So, and, yeah. and well, I mean, everyone knows now that you laughed, uh, uh, that, that, that you are the jerk of America and I am loved by America. Uh, that's just the way this is going to have to work. I'm sorry. That is, that I, is. I, I, I'm sorry. But anyways, um, I, I wanted to tell you a story today. All right. Start um, us off and, with the story And time. I felt, I felt like, you know, um, you know, last week we t- we talked about buttholes, um, but this week we're going to talk about um, the time my dad spanked me so hard I cried my eyes out. And really, it's because you know, as as dads, you know, um, or now I'm a dad, but whenever I was a kid, dads. They, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a boy. Like my dad had to, my, uh, not now I'm a man, but back then I was a boy and my dad had to give me a spanking because I acted up. And, and, and since, you know, since I live, um, by, by the Bible, it's biblical to spank your kids. Um, it's in Proverbs. And, um, and so on that note of me saying that I, um, well, see, 
this is it's kind of an embarrassing story, but I I I, had, I needed to go to the doctor to get glasses. And I went I went to the doctor. I was getting these glasses and um the doc you know the doctor was explaining to me the glasses and he was like, "Dwayne, these glasses are great glasses. They're going to do this for you. They're going to help you see and blah blah." And he told me that, that, that these glasses were scratch proof. And he said like these that, that 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 nothing could happen to these glasses because they were scratch proof. And I was like, "All right, cool. That's awesome." And he was and he was like, "All right, cool. Thank you." And so I went home and me being a mischievous boy, um like I can just so you know for a second, I was the boy that was like like daredevil, like nothing, nothing, nothing. I was scared of nothing. I had no fear. I mean, I whenever I climbed trees, I would go all the way to the tip, all the way to the all the way to the to the twigs. And and my parents would let me. Like they had no fear that I was gonna fall or anything. It's just like, hey, that's my son. He's crazy, and that's the way he is. And so when the doctor told me these glasses were scratch proof proof, I I grabbed them when I got home and I was like, oh, well, I want to see if the doctor was right. So I grabbed the glasses and I went to the, to the cement and I scratched them on the cement and like back and forth. Oh my God. And I looked at the glasses and I was like, stupid doctor. Like he didn't know what he was talking about. Like, why would the doctor say that? Like, that doesn't make any sense. Like this doctor obviously does not know what he's talking about. And so, um, unknowing this is actually a recent found uh i found this out recently my i I was was talking to my mom about this story and and i uh i told her and she was like yeah i had told your dad what you did before he got there and i didn't know this and so um so so i i i hide my glasses and um i i my my dad gets to the house he was like son hey how you doing hey I want to see your new glasses. And, and we were about to eat dinner and he goes, I want to see your new glasses. And I was like, Oh, uh, oh not right now, dad, uh, let's eat first. And he's like, he's like, no, 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 let, go grab them. I want to see them on you. I, I, I heard that they looked really good. And I was like, Oh, Oh, all right, dad. And, and so I go and I grab them where I was hiding them. And, and I went and I put them on and, and he, and he looks at me, he goes, Dwayne, what, what happened to your glasses? And I was like, oh, it's nothing, dad. I can see out of them. It's fine. It's not a big deal at all. I can see right out of them. It's, it's really not a big deal. And he's like, he's like, Dwayne, what happened to your glasses? And I was like, and so I told him, I was like, well, the doctor said, and blah, blah. And he's like, I can't believe you. And, and, and my dad had never done this before, but at this point, and, and I, I was, I was, like I said, I was a mischievous kid. So I was always doing things that, that, you know, that, you know, it was not the greatest things to do. So, so, um, he made me pull my pants down and my underwear and he spanked me with a board, um, on my butt. So I had just, just, you know, right, right, right to the tush, man. And, oh, oh man, I will never forget that spanking. It hurt so bad. Like I, 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 it kind of makes my butt tingle right now. Just, just thinking about it. <laughs> it, 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 it was a rough one. It was a really, really rough one. Oh, but you know, man. I found out after that, that time. Just because the, the doctor says, oh. just because the doctor <laughs> says that they're scratch proof doesn't really mean they're scratch proof. So, oh yeah. my gosh. Uh, Dwayne would be the one that would, <laughs> would scratch the glasses <laughs> against the ground. Uh, dude, so um, I have a, spank, a spanking story. One time uh, I had gotten in trouble. I don't remember what had happened. You know, I was always getting in trouble. I, I probably got spanked, you know, like a thousand times. Um, so I was always, always getting, getting in trouble. And then one day, my dad, he, uh, he tells me, Hey, um, like I had, you know, I had done something and he was like, go get the belt. So I was like, okay. So I go to the room and I open up the drawer where he's got the belts. Well, my dad had this cloth belt. Like it was made out of like cloth. It wasn't like a leather belt. And it was like a really like, I don't know. It was a, not a really heavy duty belt. You know what I mean? It was, it was like almost like a dress belt. I don't know. Anyways, it wouldn't have hurt. Like basically if he would have spanked me with that belt, it wouldn't have hurt. And so I was freaking out. And so I said, you know what I'm going to do is I'm going to take this belt uh, over there because I know it won't hurt if he if he spanks me with this belt. And uh, and so I was like, let me do that. So I take it and I was like, man, you know, he's going to spank me. He's going to get really mad. Like he's going to make me go back, get the leather belt, you know, all this stuff. And then I handed him the belt. I go, here you go, dad. And he looked at it. He took one look at it. And he just started laughing. And he was like, this isn't going to hurt. And I go, I know that's the point. Or I said something like that. And he just laughs. He goes, all right, well, just go to your room. And I was like, oh, sweet. I got out of it. So like probably like a week later, I was going to get spanked again. And so I did the same thing. I went and grabbed the other belt. Ooh, 
boy, he was so mad that time. Like, when I finally brought it to him, he just looked at me, he goes, you think it's going to work again? He goes, go get the leather belt. And so I ended up getting sp- spanked with the leather belt. But um, yeah, and it, it was a little bit worse. With but pa- we always tried but, to But do- with your pants on. Yeah, yeah, with my pants on. Did, yeah, did you did yeah. you ever wear did you ever wear multiple underwear? No, I, I I tried like pillows and stuff like that. You know, try to to, to cushion the the blow, but you know, it, it never. Really, I always got spanked on my legs. I never got spanked on my butt. Yeah. Uh, so, well, yeah. as you could tell, our stories of fathers. Um, you know, the reason we're telling these stories is because today is the Father's Day edition, the Father's Day podcast. So we're we're talking about fathers. We're talking about. Uh, just kind of reflections uh, on on this Father's Day, um, you know, what it means to, to be a father. This is actually going to be my first Father's Day, uh, and so I'm excited about it, and um, I'm looking forward to, to celebrating with, with my family and, and spending some time doing that, but um, what was your first Father's Day like, Dwayne? Man, I haven't really got to enjoy a Father's Day. Um, so, hmm. so, so, so it's, 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 it, 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 I mean, like I enjoy it, but like I've, I've, I've normally had, I've had to work. And so I don't always get to, um, to enjoy the, the holidays like that. Um, but, uh, I don't think that, that I'm just be honest. I don't think they're, that they're, that they're that special. Um, and it's, maybe it's one of those things of like, you know, dads, um, dads just get forgotten type thing. And that's not hmm. my case. I've never gotten forgotten. My wife makes sure like she, 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 she bought me shoes for my first father's day. She gives me a bunch of candy. Like my wife knows what I like, you know? So she gives me a bunch of things that I like. And, um, and I super appreciative. Sometimes I don't finish all the candy, but, um, but yeah. Um, so she, she usually you know, gives me, gives me something like that. And I'm super appreciative. She bought me some Nike, some, um, some, um, uh, can't even think uh air max some air maxes um so they're real nice expensive shoes and and so i was i was really really appreciative um but uh but as as far as like i guess really enjoying father's day i don't think it's gonna happen till my kids are a little older where they can actually tell Mm. me hey dad happy father's day you know and and that they're actually thankful for it and i think i think that's what i think that's what i'm more looking forward to as, as 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 the kids get older you know um, I want four kids, you know, uh, so, so that's what, that's, that's one of my things. So, so yeah. And, and hopefully, hopefully, you know, it happens. I'm, I'm, I'm excited. We'll see what happens. Yeah. You know, and I, that you make a really good point, Dwayne, about the, the father's day. Like I'm excited about this father's day. It's going to be my first one, but I think I'm kind of the same as you. I I'm looking forward to like when, when Emma that's my daughter's name is able to be like, Hey, you know, happy father's day or, you know, come running into the room and, you know, all excited that it's father's day and stuff like that. So I think that that's going to be the thing that I look forward to. Um, this father's day, you know, kind of the plans are just to, uh, kind of hang out. Um, I'm gonna go see my parents, uh, and spend some time over there. Um, but, uh, that's, you know, I think it's going to be an interesting first father's day. Um, I know my wife, she's already like told me she's gotten me some gifts. I actually got one today. It was like the first one. Uh, they got, they got me a, a shirt that says copy. And then they have a little shirt for Emma that says paste. Cause everyone says I look that she looks like me. So it's really cute. It's really, really neat. Um, and so we'll see what, you know, we're recording this at the beginning of the week. So, um, you know, we'll see how how my Sunday turns out, what the gifts are, but she says, I'm, I'm going to be pretty excited about them. So um, well, I'm looking forward to it. I got my present a little bit early. I actually, uh, I actually mm, got a smoker right. for my grill that attaches to the grill that I have already. I have a propane and a charcoal grill and that this, and then mm-hmm. this one connects to the charcoal side so that I can actually smoke the, um, the food and stuff. So I'm really, really pumped so about that. You were getting it set up yesterday, right? Yep. I was getting, did you, it did you ever, did you ever get it? Did you figure it out? Uh, no, no, yeah, no. I, it, it wasn't. It wasn't hard to set up. It was just uh, I was also cooking burgers at the same time. Me trying to set this up is also excited. I my brother in law borrowed my my grill. Um, shout outs to Josue out there because I know he listens to the podcast. But uh, I didn't get to finish because we're actually um, it, it it's it's kind of leaning a little bit. So I want to go buy some parts to try to fix it up because it's just it's not doing what I want it to do. So um, I'm gonna go buy some parts from Home Depot. Just haven't had the chance yet. So, yeah, sweet. Uh, yeah, I was, I got to see it and, uh, it looks like it's, it's, uh, it looks pretty nice, man. Yeah, man. Um, I- when I get to Dallas, I'm gonna have to, I'm gonna have to, uh, to get some, some, you know, uh, I don't know. What do what do you, a brisket 
barbecue. What do you smoke on there? I mean, yeah, you, you, you smoke brisket, ribs. ribs. You can smoke ribs. Oh, um, we gonna do some ribs. Yeah, that's dude. what we got to do. Do some but, ribs. But see, and and, and and that's that's kind of the thing is that uh, is that I need and I need I'm ready. I'm ready to get this thing going. I want to start making brisket and I want to start learning all the all, all the little now, tips and all that stuff. Now you're not a you're not a huge charcoal guy, right? I'm not a huge charcoal guy, um, but I have done it and uh, I do see the benefit in it, you know, because of the taste, um, because yeah. it's different. But I just, I like, I like cooking on propane because it's quick. It's like, you know, yeah, turn it on, you're ready to go. And there's not a real um, big thing. But also with smoking propane, um, they actually come up, came up with a, a little like metal box that you can put a little wood inside. Yeah, and, I've seen and, it. And, and I, I use that whenever I use my propane side so it can still give it the, the mesquite flavor. You get, so, yeah, you get that. You get a little bit of that whatever smoke Whatever type of wood you there. use, yeah. So yeah, man, yeah. I, I, I really enjoy I've, that. I've done that on propane. Uh, today we're going to be talking... About fear and fathers, um, and this uh, kind of this idea of being fathers—it's it's a great thing. It's a beautiful thing. Uh, it's something that we both enjoy, and you know what we're working on and working towards in in this podcast is how do we become better fathers. But uh, uh, there's an element sometimes as fathers uh, of fear that you know, and we may end up talking about fear a little bit more in some later podcasts. Hey, but we, we hey, real, I'm sorry to interrupt, but real quick. Before you turn off the 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 um the podcast because you're not a father, one day you might be, and that so is true. and so that is true. You, it's the best thing you can do, and we've talked about this on the friend podcast. Mm-hmm. The be- one Mary. of the best things you can yeah. do is is learn from somebody, and, yeah. and, and 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 we don't know everything about being dads, and that's one of the main reasons we started this podcast is because we exactly. we, we, we wanted to learn from each other, but as well as we we want to be able to communicate with you guys on Facebook, on Twitter, on on Instagram, whatever's out there. You know, like we want to be able to communicate with you guys to be closer to you guys, so we can do things like this. Isn't just some um, some podcast that's out there, like like you know, just recently I I I, I heard from a lady that that her husband listens to the podcast at their fire station. So shout out to that fire station because it, it excited yeah. me so much. But my point is, is, is that I don't want this just to be some podcast that y'all listen to, you know, and, and I want you guys to not, I don't want y'all to share it because I want everybody in the world to listen to our podcast. I want you guys to share it. I want you guys to talk to us. I want you guys to be able to become friends with us so that we can be able to, to, reach everybody and not only that but we want to be able to go on camping trips together we want to be able to do crazy stuff together and who knows man maybe one day we go we go skydiving together i mean who knows that this thing this podcast is not just a podcast where where it's just us like i and i want to make sure that's clear so guys that are going to be fathers hey this is this is we're in this with you and we'll tell you about one day about when we're four we were fathers <laughs> Um, yeah. And, and I think exactly what you're saying, Dwayne, as far as, you know, we, this is not just a podcast more than anything, this is about community and we want to build community with you camaraderie. guys, um, camaraderie and, and being able to develop that type of, of community, um, helps with growth, helps with us, you know, knowing and understanding and, and, uh, becoming better men. And exactly what you're saying, some of you guys might not be fathers right now, but you know, this sets you up for, uh, just having, you know, the kind of a picture in your mind of what you want to do when you become a father. So we hope that this is helpful to you guys as we kind of dive into, uh, fear because, and I'll start off with this, this idea of fear and fathers, um, I was really afraid, and Dwayne knows this because he came and visited me whenever we told him that uh, I was having the baby. I was really afraid to become a dad, man. Like, I really had a lot of fear um, about becoming a father because I wasn't sure if I was going to be a good dad. Um, I was in the middle of a transition in life. Um, I was not where I necessarily wanted to be financially, uh, and all of these things kind of weighed down on me, and I was like, I don't know. I don't know if I can do this. I don't know if if I'm going to be a good dad or even even if um like I want to be a dad. I mean, if I'm being completely honest. And so that was a a big fear of mine at that very beginning of fatherhood. Um and so Dwayne, you know, uh we it was in Waterburger actually. He came to San Antonio for work and so we were in the Waterburger and we were talking and I was uh I think one of the first you ones were asking to find you, out. Yeah, continue. I'm yeah. sorry. 
Yeah, you were the one of the first ones to find out you were. And uh, and so I think you had asked me if I was excited. And I was like, yeah, yeah, I'm excited. And then my wife was like, no, he's like really stressed out. Like he's, you know, or something like that. I can't remember exactly how that conversation went. But um, but you were really encouraging. And you were like, look, man, like you're going to be a good dad. There's nothing to worry about, you know. And, uh, and slowly but surely that excitement started to build. But I'll be honest, man, the first like month of that pregnancy, I was, I was freaking out, man. I was, I was really, really worried. Yeah, no. And, and I, I was on the complete opposite. I, I have wanted to, I always, I wanted to get married whenever I was a, a baby. And I always like, I was the guy that was like hanging out the window as we're driving at, at the grocery store. And I would, and I would see a pretty girl and I would say hubba hubba. Like I, I wanted to, I wanted to, I wanted to get married so early. I remember being in kindergarten, praying for my wife saying, okay, God, if you can give me my wife today, I would be so happy. Like, and, and, and the reasoning behind all that was because I saw my mom and my dad's relationship and it was beautiful. Mm-hmm. Like I, I, don't remember ever seeing them fight. Like, like it was, it was a fairy tale relationship. My dad, my mom, I mean, my mom served my dad in a way that, that I've never seen a woman serve a man. And, and, and I say that in, I don't, I don't mean that in a, oh, she did everything my dad said. No, but like it was in such a loving way that it made me want to get married. I saw my mom Mm. love my dad so much that I wanted to get married because of how great my mom was for one but for yeah. two my i got to see my dad love on my mom in ways that 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 like you know a lot of people don't get to see these days you know and and, and it's and it's 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 it's, it's a definitely a, a a huge huge thing for me because um it challenges me every day because you know to say that i want to be a better dad than my dad was man <laughs> Like, that's like, oh man, like that's impossible. Like that was my dad, you know? And, and so it's, it's definitely a, 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 um, I mean, it's, it's an, it's an, it's it's an, it's an impossible task for me. Like, like, you know, you could tell me how great and how awesome your dad is, but he's not better than my dad. You know, (laughs) you know, it's like, it's, it's like one of those, one of those, like, you know, like when you're on the playground or playing, well, my dad's stronger than your dad. Well, no, my dad's stronger than your dad, you know? And, and, uh, it's, it's, you know, and then we fight because, you know, like my dad's stronger than yours and yours is stronger than mine, you know, that whole thing. (laughs) But, uh, but for real, man, like, like when we're kids, like we, 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 we look at our dads in such a way that they're, 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 they're almost a God. They're no, they're, they're, they're a superhero. Like, you know, my, Hey, yeah, my dad was Batman. Like, that's just the way it worked. Like, that's just, that's, that's just the way it was. And, and I was Robin and we were going to make this thing happen, you know, type thing. And, uh, but I say that all that (laughs) because I wanted to be a dad. I wanted to Mm. be a dad. And I was so excited to finally be a dad that I, that it, it, uh, it pumped me up and I was so pumped, dude. I, I was going to have a boy. And so me, me, me and my, me and my, uh, me, me and my wife, we, we did the whole surprise that we don't know what the baby is thing until once the baby comes yeah. out. And I remember, um, I got to catch both bell and I'm mean, Aurora and bell. And, uh, and I, I, when Aurora came out, I, I caught it. And I remember, man, I was opening the legs. I was like, I got to see what this is. And the doctor's like, you got to give the baby to the mom. And I'm like, okay, okay, okay. And I'm like, I'm going to figure out what this baby is before I give it to her, you know? And I was like, I'm holding her. And I'm like, me and my my wife both we were both expecting to get a girl. I mean, I mean, both expecting yeah. to get a boy. And so I'm like, I'm holding the baby. I'm like, do you want to know what it is? Girl. And she's like, she's like, yeah. And I go, it's a girl. Like that's, that's exactly funny. the way I said it. And then I oh gave her the baby, and I'm like, oh man. But the the most challenging thing for me was I think I was really really upset that it wasn't a boy. Um, hmm. and, and, and 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 to the to the extent of of, I was just, I was just bummed. I was really bummed. And, and, and it took me, and I'm not going to say I didn't love my daughter when she first came out. It was more of a, uh, like, man, like this sucks. Like I really wanted a boy, man, man, this sucks. And, and not in a hateful way or anything like that, but, but I, I, I can tell you this, it's better than father's day. This is better than, than just any experience that you, that you'll ever have. And I don't know if you've had this yet, but it was the moment I knew that I was, I was her father. I was her dad. 
And I remember mm. she had gotten sick and, and I'm, I'm laying down and, and, and she didn't want her mom. She wanted her dad. And so I grabbed her and she's shivering because she has a, you know, she has a fever and she's shivering real bad. And, and so I grabbed her and I took my shirt off because I was like, man, I want to make her as warm as possible. Took my shirt off. I put her under some blankets with me and, and we, and I just, I just held her. I held her so mm. tight and I was like, and, and, and slowly she stopped shivering. But I remember like, and, and, and at that moment, man, at that moment right there is when it was probably almost nine months in of me finally feeling like I was like, like. I'm a dad. Like I am a dad. I am her daddy. Like this, I'm her like I like like that's it, man. I'm I'm daddy. Like that's it. Like in and, and it just it just totally blew me out of the water. Like there's no there's no greater feeling than knowing that you're dad. You know? Yeah. Yeah, I haven't I don't think I've had a moment like that just yet. Uh, to that depth, um, there's definitely been moments where I'm I'm looking at her and I'm like, wow, I can't believe I I have a kid. I I love I love her so much. Uh, to have something to that extent, not yet. You know, my my daughter um, is uh, just a two months old now. So um, you know, it's definitely you know I've got some 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 more time uh, before she can you know even recognize me right as being her dad <laughs> because right now she's just kind of like you know, heads wobbling and she's just looking at me like, oh, she smiles and she, she, you know, she obviously recognizes me, but it's, it's not, you know, to the point where she's like, oh my gosh, this is my dad. Um, but so let's talk a little bit about fear. Let's, let's dive into that, Dwayne. Um, what do you think, what have been some of your fears uh, kind of associated with fatherhood, you know, as being a father, what do you feel have been some of your fears? And, and I kind of, um, I think about fears in two different ways. I think about uh, superficial fears, like these are some sometimes like surface level fears, and then what we would call like deep fears, uh, which are really fears uh, that are a little bit more existential, that are a little deeper, that uh, sometimes really uh, kind of we don't really realize they're there, but when we start to dig, we understand that they're kind of at the, at the core of, of who we are. So what have been some of your fears, maybe some superficial fears and then maybe some deep fears? Well, if anything, I would say it goes back to my dad being the best dad, you know, and mm-hmm. having a superhero dad and yeah, me not being able to, to be that superhero. And am yeah. I that superhero? And can can I be that superhero? You know, for my for my for my daughters and and hopefully son one day. But uh, but you know, I I just you know, like it, it. I would say that's one of the biggest fears is is I don't ever want to let them down. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. I don't ever want. I don't. I don't. I don't ever want to do that. But uh, I would say uh, a. And maybe I'm getting them mixed up. I don't. I'm not, I'm not really sure. But, but I would say, especially right now since COVID nineteen is happening, is being able to supply for my kids, um, mm, and making mm. sure that I'm being the provider that I'm supposed to be, you know, and being the yeah. you know just like, what if I don't make any money? What 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 if unemployment runs out and I and I can't do this anymore? You know, and 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 and, yeah. and it's tough to the point to where I I can't. I, 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 I made a wrong decision, you know, or I did something that I wasn't supposed to do. And it's like, Oh crap, you know, what am I supposed to do now? And, uh, and, and I'm, I'm the one that does all the budgeting for our family. And so it's one of those things of, I have to make sure that it, I'm doing the right thing at all times. Um, with all of it. Um, luckily I'm really great at fantasy football and, um, and so it, uh, that always helps, but, uh, all joking aside, I, I really like looking at fantasy football because it's, it's, I look at fantasy football and budgets kind of the same thing. And so it's one of those, like, I you know, have to move money here. I got to do this. I got to make this happen. I got to move this here. And you know, it's, it's one of those things, but, but yeah, man, that's the, I, I would say that, that that's, that's just the biggest fear. And, and you know what you actually, you know what another fear is I'm, I'm strong. Like, don't get me wrong. I, I, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm a strong guy. Um, like, like my, 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 my wife, my, I mean, like my mom, my, my family members say they're like, you're like freakishly strong. Like, it's kind of weird. Like, <laughs> like, and I'm not saying like, like I'm, 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 I'm like freaking like hugely strong or anything, but they tell me they're like, you're like, it's like weird. It's like how, like you're such a little guy, 
Like, like, how are you that strong? You know, and and I um, mean, you know, like, oh, what was I say? Like, I'm, I'm strong. No, but uh, but no, I say that because you know, at, at times I don't always feel strong, and mm. even more importantly, I'm not a big guy. Yeah, I'm not, and I'm um, five five, and uh, and I'm probably giving myself a little bit, you know, and so. Yeah, <laughs> but, but my point no, is, <laughs> my point. I, I, but like, my, my wife says that I'm the tallest man she knows, so that's really all that matters. Oh, okay, <laughs> yeah, that is. The- but uh, but really, uh, like, can I protect my family? Mm. You know, um, because I'm not, I'm not like I said, I'm not the biggest guy, and I'm not, I'm, and, and and that's not yeah. one of the things I ever want my mom, my, my 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 mom, I never want my wife or my kids to think like my my dad's a little guy. Can he protect me? You know, and, mm. and, and, and so that, that's always been, um, a, a fear of mine. I, I would say that, that that's, then that's pretty deep. Um, because, you know, <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Um, uh, but for real, uh, like it's, 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 it's one of those things of, you know, like, I don't, I don't want to, like, it, it, for instance, perfect example, perfect example. Um, it was around Easter time and, oh yeah. I mean, not Easter, I'm, I'm sorry, cr- Christmas time. And, yeah, Christmas. uh, some guy was banging on our door and I wasn't home and my wife called me and I didn't have my phone. So I finally get here and, uh, and he's like, you know, he's like threatening my wife through the door and stuff. And, and, uh, and he leaves and I'm there. I'm like, so I'm walking around and I'm looking and I'm trying to figure out where this dude's at. And, and I'm thinking at the same time, I'm like, what am I going to do? I don't own a gun. And I'm, 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 I'm in the, in the process of possibly purchasing one really, really soon because of everything <laughs> that's happening in the world, but I don't own a gun. And I don't know what I would do, but I'm, I'm there and I just have like this huge adrenaline rush and I'm like, I'm ready for somebody to come try to come and get my wife. Like I'll mess somebody up, you know? (laughs) And, um, and, and so, and so maybe I was home for 30 minutes. Um, and she's like, Hey, can you take this stuff over here? You know, it's Christmas time. So I got to take some stuff over to our friend's house. And so yeah, yeah, I'll take it. So I jump in the car, grab my phone this time and I leave. And as I'm about to park into their driveway and they live down the street, as I'm about to park in their driveway, um, she calls me, he's back. And I was like, oh crap. So I turned the car around real fast and I speed home as fast as I could get here. And I, and I, I park and I see the guy walking off. And so I open the door and I get out. And I'm like, hey man, what the heck? What the heck? And I'm thinking, I'm already thinking, you know, like this is my mindset. I'm like, okay, <laughs> this guy right here, he looks kind of big. Like, you know, and he looks about, about my height, but he's swole. Like this dude is swole. And so I'm like, I'm like, all right, I got to act crazy. Because if I act crazy, just crazy enough, <laughs> he won't mess with me and he'll know not to mess with me. And so I'm, I'm moving my arms around. I'm like, man, what? What are you going to do? Like, hey, like, why are you knocking on my door? What's going on? You know, and I'm screaming at him and I'm mad. I'm, I'm, I'm like, I'm like what, what's your problem? And he's cussing at me. And I don't remember him, what he was saying because, I, man, I was, I was pumped. And I was like, I was like I, I, don't make me have to call the police. I will. And blah, blah, and I'll do this. And blah. You know, and I, I, was, I was pumped. And um, I had my AirPod in, so my wife was, I was my wife was on the phone and she could hear everything I was saying. <laughs> and she was saying like he was cussing at me and all this stuff. And I don't, like I said, I don't remember. Um, but I was, I was ready. I was ready to attack if I needed to. And uh and 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 so still, even to that day, I think, man, I'm like, man, like, what like what do I do? Like, what would I what would have happened? And I told my wife when I came yeah. back, like a little bit later, I was like, wife. Like if that ever happens, like you make sure you call nine one immediately. Like <laughs> it's ain't no joke. You call nine one one for real because I don't, I don't know. I don't know. You, you, we never know what would happen. And so yeah. So so my wife's in, my wife's in definitely in the know now of what 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 she needs to do just in case. So yeah. Just, just so you don't get beat up, just, basically. I, hey hey, chill out, man. Chill out, dog. <laughs> yeah, that, that that was rude right there, J Flow. That was rude. No, nah, I'm just kidding, man. I'm just kidding. Um, and I think that's a very natural fear, though, like as far as being a father. I know that that probably is one of my fears as well, um, is the, you know, the fear of of not being able to protect and doing everything that you can to to be like, hey, I've got to I've got to really prepare myself, you know, in case uh, I have to protect my family. And I think there's a lot of guys that that feel that. And that's why, you know, like you were saying, um, yourself have have gone to that point where you're like man i need to you know i need to arm myself i need to get a weapon you know to be able to protect my family and and these kind of things and i think a lot of guys fall into that uh, category of you know man i i have this this particular fear and so i want to do everything that i can to prepare myself uh to 
to be able to protect uh, my family. And I think, um, you know, there's always a, a provision part as well. Uh, you know, as, Hey, I, I'm, you know, my two roles, right. Are to protect and provide. Right. And so I, as a father, I want to be able to protect my, my kids. I also want to be able to provide for them as well. And so we can, we can get really fearful about that. Um, I think for me, uh, some of the biggest fears that I've had, um, have been, uh, more so along the lines of like, uh, emotional, um, you know, strength for my, uh, for my family. And I think for me, what I have been afraid of is, can I, um, be present, uh, for my, for my children in an emotional way? Because I think one of the things that, that I struggle with a lot of times is letting out some of those emotions for my children to see, uh, you know, it, I'm saying children as in like future children. I only have one right now. So it's, no one get confused. Like, Hey, he said he had more kids. <laughs> um, and so I think that's been one of my biggest fears is like, Will I be there um, emotionally for my kids? Because there's a lot of times where I can come home and I can get so wrapped up in like, okay, I'm just going to chill. I just want the me time. And I'm more of a loner. That's just my personality. I can spend, I mean, days alone. Um and it doesn't bother me. Like I've, I've gone on camping trips where I've been out five, six days by myself. No one's there. And I don't, I don't, it, for me, it doesn't bug me like, oh man, I need to see somebody or I need to talk to, to somebody. Yeah. I'd probably kill myself. And I can get, and, and I can, <laughs> and I can, yeah, that's true. He, he starts talking to the trees and stuff. <laughs> and then, um, and then on the other end, I can also get really wrapped up in my work to where like, I get so caught up in something that I'm just like, I can, I can you know, forget about my family. And when you're, you're a married guy, especially my wife, she has a career and she's busy and, and, you know, with her work, she was, sometimes she would have to work crazy hours. And then with me doing video production, sometimes I would work crazy hours. And then, you know, um, we were okay with that, but now we have a kid. And so it, it changes the dynamics. Cause I, my biggest fear is like, I don't want to miss out on certain things in my kid's life because I get so busy. Um, and I say that because I have a dad who was incredible, but he missed out on a lot of my my early childhood, like probably between the ages of uh, like one and 10 uh, because he traveled a lot for work. And so um, it wasn't until we moved to Fort Worth, he became a pastor and he was there and he was present in my life uh, a lot. And, and our, our relationship really got, uh, better during that time and it, it got strengthened a lot during that time but um but I, I I know that he regrets missing a lot of those years in my life and I don't want to make those same mistakes and then the other part of it is the emotional part so something that you know um just to to kind of give a little background on, on my own life you know my dad has been in ministry for years and my dad is this incredible guy too man just a super strong individual like I've always seen my dad especially when I was younger as like this kind of like you're saying the superhero right like this super strong guy um, there was a point though when I was about uh, 10 or 11 years old where he uh, fell into really deep uh, depression and he was hospitalized for about a week and a half, uh, he went to a, uh, a facility, um, where he got some really intensive therapy and some counseling and got some medication. It was really, really good for him. And, and he, he slowly recovered. Um, and then for the next about 21 years, he just, I mean, was, you know, just this strong guy that I would look at as being the rock of our family. And he was the guy who discipled me. He discipled my sister. He poured into us. And then just recently, uh, within the last several uh, weeks, about a month, two months, um, he had a resurgence of, of this depression, man, to the point where just recently he was hospitalized again. And it really brought back a lot of deep, deep fears in me because it was shortly after the time, the first time that he got depression that I was actually diagnosed with depression. Um, and, uh, and I, um, I was about 12 years old and, uh, began to have severe panic attacks where I couldn't go into, to, um, big crowds or else I would, I would start shaking. I'd feel like I'd have a heart attack and uh, everything would get loud. And anyone who's had panic attacks knows, knows how that feels. And, um, and so I've slowly been able to control those. And it's funny because then I went from, you know, not being able to be in audiences to being in, you know, you know, in stages in front of hundreds and hundreds of people and, um, having to learn to control some of those emotions. But, 
this last time that my dad kind of went through this, I had to revisit some of those fears that were inside of me and seeing my dad go through these situations and and see really literally like in his face just the will to to uh, to live and 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 the the passion that he has in life to just kind of be drained out of him. And that's a scary thing for me because um, I look at that and say, man, I don't want my daughter to ever have to to face that. I don't want her to ever have to see me go through those things. And that's a that's a, a really difficult thing to to experience because I've experienced depression and maybe not to the extent that my dad has, but I've experienced it to the point where like, I don't want her to ever have to take care of me in that way. And um, I think that's a, a really a difficult cycle because now I'm getting to the age where the, the cycle is being complete, right? So I saw my dad as the hero and now he's getting older and I'm seeing him become a little weaker physically and I'm seeing him emotionally struggle. And now as, as an older, as the oldest child, as the oldest son, I'm having to come alongside of him and kind of lift him up and pray for him and, and be that rock. And so for me, you know, I fear that my daughter is going to have to see some of that in me. And that's a big, deep fear for me, man. I want to be her superhero forever, but there may be a moment when um, she's going to look at me and say, it's going to turn from being the superhero to being the one that I have to take care of. And that's a scary thing for me. Um, and that, you know, I think about that's when I look back at why I was afraid at the very beginning, it kind of, I think all of those thoughts and emotions kind of were, were really at the core of that fear of like, I'm about to bring this new life into the world. And right now I'm, I'm at the peak of my life. Like I, and you know, I, I probably will hopefully ascend a little bit more, but there will be a moment um, where I know that the, there's a there's a descent that's going to happen, and you know what is my daughter going to think about me then? You know what I mean? And 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 can I still keep up and still be you know her superhero even when she sees me uh, be weak? So, anyways, man, that's I think that's one of my deepest fears, uh, you know, about about fatherhood, and it's something that I'm working on right now. It's something that I'm definitely trying to to face, um, and I think that that's kind of one of the 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 hardest things but one of the most necessary things about being a father is facing our fears and that's why we're talking about it today um and being honest about what we what we're scared of or what not necessarily scared of um i would say you know what more fearful of um because i i ain't scared of anything you know what i'm saying <laughs> uh but but I think one of the things that we have to do, the first thing that, you know, in order to conquer those fears is to face them, you know what I mean? And and talking about them a lot of times is uh, is how we face those fears. Yeah. And so uh, another thing that, that I wanted to kind of mention, you know, along the lines of fear and, and not only facing those fears and turning to them, but is also understanding that fear is an emotion. And so... Uh, there's this this really interesting illustration of our emotions being like a smoke alarm, right? So a smoke alarm um, goes off when there's smoke in a building, but you don't go to the smoke alarm and ask the smoke alarm, all right, smoke alarm, what am I supposed to do now? You have a plan, uh, like an exit strategy out of your house when there's a fire, right? You know, all right, this is the exit I'm going to go to, or I'm going to go out of this window or whatever. Um, the smoke alarm is just merely telling you that there's a fire. And so your emotion is merely telling you that you have a certain feeling or it's a reaction to something, to a situation or to some sort of external stimulus. But you don't ask your emotion, you don't ask that that fear, what do I do now? And a lot of times what we do is we operate out of fear, right? So if I was to operate out of that fear of um, not allowing my daughter to to see me weak, then I would always try to maybe put on a facade with her or never really show my vulnerability to her. Uh, but what I have to do is I have to come up with a game plan in my mind of when I'm faced with this fear, how am I going to deal with it? And so I think that that's one of the first things is, again, we've got to face the fear and, and, and understand what it is and then begin to kind of come up with a plan in our mind of, okay, when this happens, how will I react? When I am faced with this fear, how will I react? And so I think that that's one of the biggest things that, that will help us um, is when we understand that fear is base is just a basic emotion, and just like every other emotion, just like anger, just like sadness, we can't operate out of those emotions. We have to actually um, have a game plan in our mind that we're going to revert back to when we feel that emotion. Does that? I don't know if you if that makes sense or not, but um, that's kind of the way that I, I like to approach fear. No, no, yeah. I mean, I can't even add anything to that. That was that was good. Very very good. 
<clears throat> I mean, I, I'm, I, I, I can tell you a joke. But I mean, <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> I know that was bad timing. I'm just kidding. But for real. I, I, you did. You, <laughs> we got to break great. break up the um break up. The- okay, this got really serious, really really quick. Uh, I got, I got, I, I, you know what? I got, I'll, I'll, I'll tell you guys a shower thought. How about that? Uh, <laughs> I mean, m- might as well. Okay, here, here's a good, here's a good shower thought for you guys that um that you might be thinking about. If humans have different blood types, do mosquitoes see us as different flavors? That is a very good shower thought. <laughs> and it is. And it is. Uh, I mean, like, I wonder what flavor I am. You know, I mean, I'm it's probably the greatest flavor that's out there. But I'm just saying. <laughs> I'm a, I'm definitely chocolate. <laughs> um. All right. So back to fear. Uh, thank you, Dwayne, for giving us a little comic relief there because it, it did get a little serious, a little deep. Um. But kind of going back to this this idea of fear. Uh, I think, you know, that's, we've got, we've got to really begin to look at tools in our lives. And maybe this is something we can explore in another podcast, because I know we're already um, almost an hour in, but we, you know, what are, we've got to figure out some tools in our, our, in our arsenal to deal with fear, to, to really begin to like, um, diminish it. And one of the things that, that I was uh, watching, go ahead. No, no, I just, I, 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 I think. The best way, and this is, and and I, <laughs> uh, the best way to to deal with the things that 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 we're actually discussing about being a father and those fears that we have of being a father. For me, I would say is to remember that you're not what your fears are saying you are. Mm, that's good, you yeah. know. And, and and it goes back to what my dad used to tell me all the time: is remember who you are. And, you know, um, mm-hmm. and, and w- w- when you begin to fear, it changes who you are. You're not, you're yeah. not what, what God intended you to be. And that's yeah. really what it comes down to. And, 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 and I would even say, you know, um, I've, I've, I've never dealt with depression before, but, um, but, but, but for me, um, when, when, whenever I, I, I hear you talk about that, you know, it, the only thing I, 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 I can think of is 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 man like like i i just i just hope you remember who you are in that situation and that, and that you can refer back to mm-hmm. that. and like once again i can't i can't uh comment on that and that's really i guess one of the re- main reasons why i stayed quiet because i didn't I, I i i've never experienced that myself i've never gone through that but but if you know like w- when that fear strikes and 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 you feel like like you're like you like you know we're not going to admit it let's just be honest like we're not going to admit that we're afraid, but you know, you honestly, yeah. deep inside, you know, and the best way to do that is, is, is to conquer that fear and say, you know what? That's not who I am. Yeah. I'm a great dad and I'm going to continue to be a great dad. And, and whenever you have that fear of thinking, of thinking, uh, I'm not going to be able to provide for my family. It's, it's mm-hmm. not, I can't, I can't provide me personally. This is me saying this is it's not, man, I, what am I going to do? Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. No, it's okay. You know what? I can't provide for my family. What am I going to do? Like, what's my plan? Yeah. And, 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 and it's not me just sitting there and, 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 and I know I'm throwing this word out there. I, I feel bad throwing this word out there, but I'm not going to get depressed and sit there and, and, and just sit on the couch and be like, what, well, I can't do anything. I, you know, and, and, and get mm-hmm. that way. I'm, I'm, I'm going to, I'm going to say no, Dwayne. Get out of this. Like, this is not who you are. Let's find what we're going to do. Let's continue to keep going because this family is depending on you. And it, and it, it doesn't put a, an amount of stress on me. It's only going to push me to say, no, this is who I am. I know who God made me to be. And this is what I'm going to be as a father. And, and, and I know, I know you. Like, I know you, J-Flo. I do. And, 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 and to hear you, 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 you have to struggle with, with, with that at times. And it, it hurts my heart. Because, because hmm. like I said, you're, man, you're, 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 you're like a brother to me, man. And, 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 and so knowing that, like, like I need, I, I want you to know that, that, that you, you hmm. are, you know, you're a child of the King, man. Like, and you, you are meant for great and big things and, and, and you are going to be, and you are a great dad, you know, and I've seen pictures of you guys on Facebook and things like that, man. The, and, and I, I, 
and, and I've, I've, I've seen little things that Erica posts on Facebook. And I know that, that, that girl looks at you. Emma looks at you with, with that's my dad eyes all the time. And, and you're going to be able to do great things with her, man. And, and, and so I just, I just, I just want you to know, like it's, it's, it's being a great dad is, is believing you can be a great dad. You know, mm, that's good. Yeah. And I, and I thank you for that, man. I thank you for those words. Like I really do. Um, and I think that that's one of the things that I struggle with is believing that, you know, and, and saying, all right. And that goes back to identity. Like we talked about the but first, no, you know, but the see, that's podcast. the thing though. Is that the thing? It's, it, it's not, it's not, it's not one of those things of saying, of saying, I, I, um, I, yeah, I, I gotta, I gotta do that. No. No, 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 no. I had a friend that, that that was struggling with through a lot of stuff. And I and I told her, I said, uh-huh. I said, no, I want you to wake up every morning. I want you to look in the mirror and I want you to tell yourself, I'm gonna be a freaking great dad today. I no, 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 I'm not going to be. I am a great dad today. I am hey, why are you yelling because, at me? Because man, it gets, why are you yelling it, at me, it gets bro? me all fired up because you need to know. You need to know how great no, of a and, dad you are, man. And so I I, I want, okay, I want to say this. So, and this is actually one of the, the notes that I had here was that um, starting off your your day or or really getting into a habit of doing what you're exactly what you're saying. And that's, that's what changes the mindset of an individual is waking up and really being able to say, and I know this sounds all like, you know, new age and stuff, setting intentions and all that kind of, I don't mean any of that, but what I mean is, is exactly what you're talking about is, you know, pumping yourself up and saying, Hey, like I, I am a great dad. I am going to do a wonderful job. I am going to uh, do this. I am, this is who I am. Yeah, dude, I am I'm going to beat dad. up that and, guy that came over to my house. No. Um, but I think there's also, and I would say that's, that's the first and foremost thing, but it's a slippery slope though, dude, isn't it? Because if you if you're making mistakes and you're constantly just like hyping yourself up and saying I am a great dad, I am a great dad, there's a tendency that sometimes you can overlook where you might have some blind spots and say, "Oh shoot, I messed up over here." And I think that there has to be a balance in that and say, "Hey, I've got to realize where my mistakes are at." No. And I've got to realize where I have failed as a father so that I can do a better job. No, because no. no. You know why? Because if you communicate with your wife, and you tell your wife, wife, when I'm messing up, I want you to tell me when I'm messing up because I want to be the best dad. And if your wife communicates with you effectively and she says, hey, so the way that the, the way that you yelled at at Emma today, I just don't feel like mm-hmm. that was the right way to handle that situation. And I and OK, but what if she's not around? Like what if like you you messed up and your wife wasn't around? She can't tell you where you messed are you, up. Are you, are you, so you're telling me that whenever you make a mistake, you are that mistake? No, I'm not saying that that's your that that's your your identity. What I am saying is that you have to realize when you make a mistake. You can't depend on your wife to tell you every time you make a mistake. You have to be honest with yourself and say, "Oh, shoot, I messed up over here." Yes, but it's yeah, okay. I used wife as an example. Your wife is not the only one that's going to tell you when you messed up and when you don't mess up. Like it it it, mm-hmm. it that that's exactly why we have accountability partners. That's exactly why we have friends best friends that's that that bros that's exactly why because and, and the more you communicate like we weren't meant to be on this earth alone like I, I, and, and so, so and so i guess the more you communicate and you express those things and, hey man yeah i was going through this and i did this and oh dude that does not so that's sound the right. key so i think that's the key is is communicating and expressing and i think that that's what i what i meant to say is that i'm not saying like you're you're like saying oh i'm a horrible father or you started like man i don't know if i'm a great dad i'm not saying that what i am saying is that it's great to start off and say man i'm a great dad this is who i am this is my identity but it's also an important part of not getting to the point where you try to you say i'm i'm such a great dad i make no mistakes like that's that's my biggest fear uh, for some guys that may end up having blind spots in their own life because they 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 are constantly convincing themselves I'm such a great dad I'm such a great dad that they don't realize because okay for example they're like I'm such a great dad I provide for my family yet they don't spend time with their kids because they're always at work and then they get blind spot like they get a blind spot in their life because they're not spending time with their family that's what I'm trying to communicate so I think that that's where it's like you've got to understand your identity is, man, I'm a child of God. And because of that, um, I have been created to be a great father. Now, 
there's going to be moments where I need to be honest with myself and saying, am I spending enough time with my kids? Am I doing or teaching my kids values that are actually going to to uh, help them uh, grow in their life and, and really become solid people? You know what I mean? So that's that's kind of what I'm the, the thing that I'm saying. Does that does that make sense? I'm not saying like, oh, you're you're defined by your mistakes or anything like that. What I'm I'm basically saying is that yes, pump yourself up. That's an important part. Uh, you know, really kind of set your mind that you're going to be a great father, just like you're saying, um, and really kind of setting an emotional state in your life. Like constantly, you know, as soon as you start your day, you got to set that baseline for your emotional state. Say, okay, whether that's you know, I'm going to be uh, uh, happy, I'm going to have a joyful uh, emotional state. You set that baseline, and then you also set that baseline for saying, I'm going to be a great father. But at the same time, being wise enough to self reflect and notice where you may have some blind spots in your life. And that comes with being honest with people, having accountability partners. But I think that that also, you know, comes down to taking a moment to step back and to kind of analyze the way that you're responding to certain situations or the way that you're engaging with your your, your kids. Um, and those things are going to help you become a better father and then also help you overcome some of the fears. Yeah, And, and, and I agree. I agree with that. I'm just, I'm, I, but I just, you know, and that's, and that's where, where I think that, you know, um, I mean, dude, I wear a freaking hat that says best dad ever. Like, come on. Like, like, you know, and, and it's, 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 it's one of those things for me that, that whenever I leave the house every morning, I tell my wife, I say, Hey wife, you're the best wife. You're the best wife ever. And she tells me you're the best husband. And I say, yeah, I know I am. And it's, 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 it, it, it's me pumping myself up in a way that says, you know, like, like. There's a bar that's set. Mm-hmm. And I have to reach that bar. Every day, I have to be the best dad ever. If I get home from work and I'm just completely exhausted, I know deep inside, I'm going to get home and I have to play with my kids and I'm exhausted. But to be a great dad, I need to spend time with them. So I do that. Yeah. And after I spent a little bit of time with them, it's a good 30 minutes, hour, you know, just a little bit of time with them, playing with them, go to their room, play with them, wrestle with them, do whatever, you know. Right after that, I go to my wife and I say, wife, like, I love you. And I show attention to my wife and I give her love. And, and, and I say, hey, I love you. How are you doing? Tell me about your day. What's going on? And it's all those things of, of what it takes to be a great dad is giving your wife attention and showing her that she's loved. and doing the same with your kids as well as providing for them. And if you mm-hmm. can hit, I feel like those three checkpoints provide for them. What about God? What about your relationship with God? Well, yeah, but the, I, I'm, I'm saying about, about, about being, being just a dad in general. I'm not saying, I'm not saying the, the, like a better, a better person. The, the, is that what you're like? You're not necessarily talking about your interpersonal. You're talking about like the, the intrapersonal, like the within your yes. your family, yeah, yeah, yeah. Be, yeah. Be, be, because to be to be a great dad in general, you you have, I mean, you. It's a huge help if you know who Jesus is, because mm-hmm. you're going to try to model who what he says to do, and yeah. At the same time, like I said, I know that Jesus calls us to love our wives and to love our children and to do those yeah, things exactly. and to show love yeah. is. It's just a sacrifice, you know, and that's exactly what Jesus did is he sacrificed his life so that we can, we can go to heaven. And he yeah. was, and you know, I'm, I'm, see, I'm you're making me preach. And I don't want to preach, J-Flo. My point is, <laughs> my point is, is that you have to, you have to love. You have to show love to your wife. You have to show love to your kids and you have to like true love, not just some just surface stuff. You know what I'm saying? Serious. You got to show love. You got to show that how vulnerable you can be because it's not about being mm-hmm. macho. I don't care what you say guys out there. Like, it's not about that. Like your wife doesn't want some, 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 some jerk. She doesn't want that. She, she wants you to love her. Yeah. She wants your attention. She wants, so don't do that. I like, give her love. I'm not saying don't pick on your wife. I pick on my wife all the time, but <laughs> give her some love, man. Just love on her. And I don't mean sex. I mean, love, just love on her. Give her love, give her attention. And when you hug her, don't grab her butt. You know, like just 
Give her a good oh, hug. Dang it, yeah, dang man, it. it's not always about grabbing the butt. I got, I, trust me, I got, I, I got, I got, I got, I got chewed out for that one. Uh, but, <laughs> but no, like you know, you 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 love, love, and um, yeah, man, I I, I think think that's I mean that's just that's me. I'm just saying. I'm just I I've only been a dad for three years, so it's or two and a half years. So what hey, do I? I've know? only been a dad for two months. Yeah, so, you definitely don't I know mean, anything, man. <laughs> I don't. I don't. I feel like we didn't get to dive as much as I would love to into fear. Um, I think we'll probably do that at a later podcast. I know we had talked about breaking this up because fear is a huge, a huge thing. And I think um, we're able to talk a little bit about fear being a dad or a father, but um, definitely going to break. I think that. Yeah, we got to break it down a little bit more and talk a little bit more about just fears in general and then how do we deal with it. Um, so, you know, stay tuned for some some other podcasts, um, you know, that we'll, we'll, we'll definitely so, talk about this a little bit more. So do you have a DMI challenge? I mean, like, I do. What, 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 what's it going to be? I, 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 um, I okay, usually so, say the DMI challenges, but you know what, this time you, you say it, man. So this is what I'm thinking for the DMI challenge. Um, I'm thinking of that what we can do since it's Father's Day is to write a letter to our fathers. Now, I know some people who are listening um, may not have their father with them anymore. Thanks. I know Dwayne. Thanks like, for reminding me. You know, you 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 don't have your your dad. Um, some people may not know who their father is. They never had you know a father in their life. But you know, I think sometimes. Uh, we have really awesome things that we've learned either from our fathers, like in your case, you know, your father was Batman, you know what I mean? And so you've got some amazing memories with your dad. Um, for other people, there may be some hurt uh, that they've, you know, had from their father. But what I was thinking is, let's write a letter. The DMI challenge would be a write a letter to your dad. Now, if you don't have your dad with you or you aren't able to give that letter to them, um, that's completely fine. It's it's a it's it's an exercise in writing out your thoughts and your feelings towards that that particular individual. So, what are some great things that you learned from your father, and what are maybe See, some that, hurts or some things that I'm not saying it's a bad uh, DMI challenge. I'm just saying I don't have a dad, and I don't feel yeah. like it's like what am I supposed to do with this letter? Like I'm <laughs> yeah. like I'm literally I'm so, literally going to write a letter so that so that I could put. Uh, so I, I mean I don't I don't I, I I get it I get it I get the concept you know I need to write a letter but my dad's never gonna see it do I I mean like what's you know like what's, what's so the, point? the the yeah the the point of the letter is not so much for the other individual it's more so for you and so um, there are some st- statistics that show that that about forty percent or so uh, of goals if you're to write down those goals you have a forty percent more chance of accomplishing that goal than if you were to not write it down right because there's something powerful about being able to to write something down um, when you write it down you remember it uh, when you write it down you're more intentional about wa- walking through the thought process um, and so it really what it's doing is it's um, making your mind work. Sometimes we can have these kind of conversations and we're just kind of going off the top of our head, right? We're just kind of whatever comes into your mind, I'm going to let it all out kind of like word vomit. But what writing does is it really helps you kind of think through those thoughts, not just spit them out, but now I'm having to transfer it from my head into, uh, you know, my pen. And so it's also trying to clarify those emotions. It's clarifying what you're feeling and how you're feeling. And then what it does is it also gives you something to go back to. So let's say you don't give that letter to your father. It allows you to kind of go back to that letter and say, man, what was I feeling during that time? How was I feelings? Uh, you know, and, and so, um, and then when you complete that letter, there's something to be said about, you know, you start something and you finish it, right? That could be a whole podcast segment in itself is finishing what you start, right? But when you start a letter and then you finish that letter, there's there's a, a finality to that. And so you get a sense of fulfillment whenever you finish that letter. And so that's why I'm saying for us to, to write it out. You could, I mean, you could talk to somebody about it. You could have a conversation, but there's something a little bit deeper when it goes from your, from your head to now a physical, a physical uh, pin, uh, pinned out letter. And you're, you're now having to kind of confront some of those things and figure out how to word them uh, the best that you can. So that's, that is what I would say is the, the reason why, you know, you want to write that letter out, even okay. if you never give it to anybody. Okay. I'll write a letter. I'll write a letter to my dad. All right. And, and I think two things, man, write the good and write See, the bad. And, and, I think and, and, we and have, it's, to- it's tough. 
It is tough. Uh huh. Because okay. you know it's it, it and and I mean we've gone way too long already, but it's one of those things of. And I guess I I don't know I guess whenever I'm writing it I'll I'll be able to say it but it's one of those thoughts of I uh, like he passed away you know and I know where he's at I know he's mm-hmm. in a good place and I don't I don't I don't have any like regrets or any of those things but like you know he he left me mm. yeah he left me in a in and it, it wasn't on purpose but he left me. And I had to figure out how to be a man on my own. Yeah. And I messed up yeah. a lot. And it's one of those things of, and I, yeah, I mean, yeah, you're right. I need, I need to write, I need to write it. And that's why I'm, I'm, I guess maybe that's why I'm reluctant to even want to do that. But yeah. And I think that because it makes it real, man, like it makes it like, I don't want to have to express this. Like you have a record of that now. Like if you say it, it, it's gone as soon as you say it. But if you write it down, now you have a record of that emotion. And that's a scary thing. But I think that's part of confronting fear, mm-hmm. right? Is like, hey, now I've got to confront it. Um, so anyways, that's an exercise for you guys. Y'all can take it or leave it. It's a DMI challenge for no, this week. No, don't leave it. Um, you're supposed to take it and you're supposed to do it. I'll do it. I'll do it. I'm going to do it. And so if I right. have to do it, y'all better do it, do it out there. <laughs> Shoot. Um, <laughs> so that's a DMI challenge for this week, man. Right. That's a DMI challenge for this right. week. And um, I guess we can we can end this off on uh, letting you read my shirt. You know what my shirt says? If you ain't first, you're last. Do you see what's on that shirt? Yes, George Washington, George Washington with the American with flag. The American flag. You better believe it. You know why I put this shirt on today, J Flo? Why is that? Because I am a champion. A you many are a champion? time champion, like many of uh-huh. times champion, and I need you to know this because this isn't just this isn't just some small thing that that that, that we're going to be doing this year with this fantasy football league. And I need everybody to understand that yes, you know nothing about football, J Flo, and it's going to be great slaughtering you uh, just because you know nothing about it, and um, it's going to be fun mm-hmm. just because it's fun. But my point is. Is that if you're not first, you're the last. And if you're not interested in this, okay, fine. You don't have to play. But if you are interested and you are good and you really are, you really think you have something, then hey, man, bring it on. That's all I have to bring say. It you on. know, and I actually put a post out. Did you actually read my post today about fantasy football? Yes. Yeah. You said, um, uh, now I can't remember what the post said, but I did read it, bro. Dude, <laughs> dude I, 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 I put an ice cube reference in there, man. Did you even catch that? Uh, hold up. I didn't catch oh, the man. ice cube. But either way, my point is is that is that if you guys are interested, hey man, let us know. You got you Instagram us, Facebook us, send us an email. What's our email, JFlow? Our email is contact at dmipodcast.com. So let us know. Let us know if you want to if you want to be a part of this. We already have four people in it. Um and uh or maybe more i'm not sure but either way point is if you're interested in joining this league please let us know because uh yes we we need more managers of, of fantasy football teams so anyways so yes so please let us know and um we are super excited super pumped to be able to to do this um we are hoping to have you guys on the podcast as well the day the weeks you play jflow um if you if you win uh you can talk crap to him and if you lose well then you yep. can talk crap to you i got i get i get to talk crap so, to you. Um, so yeah let us know um uh, we're gonna be doing a bonus podcast soon uh we'll, we'll, we'll let you guys know when we do that but still please 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 let us know and share, share, our, share our stuff so we, so we can get the word out there, man. We, we, we want to make this community huge so we can be able to do great things, big things, big things to come. Yep. So just like Dwayne said, don't forget to mention this podcast to all your friends, to your family. Uh, share it on Facebook. Share it on Twitter, on Instagram, all that good stuff. Let people know about it. Uh, and we will see you guys next week. What do we got to remember, Dwayne? Remember who you are, guys. Remember who you are. We love you guys. All right. Love you guys. Peace out. Peace out.